Welcome to Oklahoma Real Estate Radio, the podcast for industry professionals who want to be in the know. I'm your host, Christy Gillantine, and join me as I talk to the best in our business as they share valuable market insight, offer solutions you can use now, and share local information you won't find anywhere else. Thanks for joining, and we hope you enjoy this episode. So today we're here with Tim Cochran, and Tim Tim has been in the real estate industry for over 30 years, since 1988, Uh, seen a lot of things, seen a lot of changes in the market, and today we're just going to kind of pick his brain and find out what his thoughts are, uh, how things have changed, and what direction we're heading in. So Tim, just kind of give us a background on your experience in real estate and kind of what you've seen over the years uh, locally. Okay. Thank you, Christy, for having me. I appreciate you. Um, like Christy said, I, I started in real estate in late 80s, so about 34 years in the business. A um, little bit of my background is I had my own company with my mother for about 20 years. And uh, in 2008, she retired and moved back to Alabama, which is where I'm originally from. And so I kept our company open for about three more years in December of 2011. Uh, I closed my doors and joined Keller Williams as uh, a broker team leader, which I'm in the same position today. And so that was a December will be about 11 years ago and uh, I have two sons. So I'm pretty blessed. I have two sons that are in the business with me, 31 and 34. And then I also have my wife that's in the business with me. So been a lot of family real estate. And uh, again, to have to be able to go to work every day with your family is kind of unique and pretty cool. And then also get to play a lot of golf with my son. So that's. Cool. So, <laughs> well, that's you've got of... the, you've got the ability, Tim, to not only assist agents in their career and, and getting started, but you also have been the ability to kind of work within a team and, and kind of see the infrastructure of your own uh, family's team and that type of thing. And, and just kind of have that insight as well. So right. Tim, talk to us about how real estate's changed here in the last you know, let's just go 10 years since, you know, right after uh, the correction, the, the the real estate crash of 2008. Well, I think in general, the time that I've been in real estate, I don't know that it's really changed much over the years as far as how we do business or the thing I think I've experienced the most in and around the Tulsa area. And I'm, I'm from Broken Arrow, been in Broken Arrow about 47 years is growth. You know, we've seen tremendous growth around the surrounding areas of suburbs like Broken Arrow, Bigsby, Owasso, Jinx. Uh, you know, they, they've really started to expand out. And so I think I've seen real estate really take off more outside of the Tulsa area, more in the suburbs. Uh, you know, Chris and I had talked a little bit before uh, about just the Tulsa area. And it seems like real estate wise, used to you bought, bought a home in the outlying areas and you went to Tulsa to work. And, and that's what you did. They were like bedroom communities. And now they are, you know, there's a lot of industry within those communities, like Broken Arrow has a lot of its own industry. Bigsby has it. Wasso has more job opportunities. So you don't just see people living in the outlying areas and then move, and then going to the city, to Tulsa, to work. Um, probably the biggest change I've seen in real estate would probably be around technology. Um, yeah. Other yeah. than that, I really don't think it's changed. At how we do business, um, still about people, building relationships, networking. Um, 
mainly in your in the circles that you walk in your your centers of influence. Yeah, um, I don't think will ever change. That's that's where most of our business comes from, from referrals and just people we already know. Then it's always a bonus when you meet new people and you're able to add them to your, you know, to your uh, uh, your circles. So, uh, but I'd say you know we we had talked about ten, twenty, thirty years. Again, I don't think in thirty four years I've seen a whole lot of change except just the technology side. You know how we advertise. Yeah. Uh, how people view homes, you know, they, uh, they, they're they using your, your third-party websites and search engines to find their homes where back back in the day, we used to use a big book, you know, that we worked yeah. out of. And, and, the real, and that my last that. book. Yep. So probably technology has been the biggest change. Absolutely. I would agree with that. When I got into real estate, it was 2004, and we were kind of in the infancy of uh, internet at that point with right. it. Uh, so, what, Tim, when we talk about the Tulsa market, the Tulsa general market, right, what are some of the opportunities that are going to be coming up um, that realtors and, you know, even investors can take part of? Um, what do you think? You know, there's doom and gloom all over the news, but I like to see where the opportunity lies. And where do you think those opportunity lies for us? Well, I think in the, in the Tulsa market, and, and uh, this is something we talk about a lot, is being in the Midwest and being where we're located uh, we're somewhat insulated from, say, the east and west coast. And so I think just the, the affordability, you know, being able to move into an area where the cost of living is, is not quite like it is on, say, the east and west coast or some of the bigger cities, uh, we're kind of a little bit of a, a secret. You know, one of the best kept secrets is, I think, the Tulsa metropolitan area. Because I would agree it with is that. Affordable. Yeah, it is affordable, and then there's great investment opportunities because obviously investors are looking for the more affordable homes or more affordable areas. So we've seen a lot of that where people are, are coming in from outside of of the Midwest and, and buying investment properties. So I think you have obviously investment opportunities uh, available to you that you might not have in some of these other areas. Um, that's, that's, that's one big opportunity. Absolutely. Um, speaking of that, you know, we have had seen a large influx from uh, people moving here from other states. Do you anticipate that that's going to slow down anytime in the new, near future? Or do you think that we're just going to continue to see people kind of finding Oklahoma as an option? I think we will always have some of that uh, just because of the affordability, because we even we even had that going on before, you know, since the last probably two and a half years since the pandemic where real estate just kind of went to where we've never seen it before. We've yeah. always had people coming into our area from California or Colorado seems to be an area that people would come from. And so we've always had the, I think the investors coming in because of the affordability, not just in residential, but probably in the commercial side too. You know, it's just, you know, it cost of living's a little, little less over here, you know, we're in the Midwest. Yeah, so, absolutely. Even though we're seeing the highest, doing. Even though we're seeing the highest, you know, home values that we've we've probably experienced in the state, do you feel like that's inflated? Do you feel like that's uh, justified as far as where we're at in the price? Um, do you think that that's going to kind of, you know, pull back a little bit? What are your thoughts on the prices? Well, first of all, I think, as we've talked about before, um, we've always been so far behind everybody else. We can afford as to far have as the, the state, increases. right? Right. Our state, state yeah. of Oklahoma, for example, compared to, you know, the east and west coast or some of the outlying areas, 
you know, when they see inflation, they see the real extreme inflations. And then when that drops or, or uh, enter a recession or what have you, or maybe a changing market, they see dramatic drops. We've never really experienced that here. I don't think we will experience that in in and around the Tulsa metropolitan area or even Oklahoma. Um, so I think from from that standpoint, even though we were up like, I think the nation over the last two years or so was a 40% increase in prices. In Oklahoma, we were 22%. Yeah. And yeah. I always talk about if you can have about a 3% increase, that's pretty normal in real estate. And to go from 3% to 22% is really unprecedented and, and really not sustainable. And I think that's where we've started to now see, even though we've not kind of seen overall a leveling off of that, we're still seeing some price increases and some yeah. multiple offers and, and uh, homes still selling over list price, just probably not as much as we were. Yeah, uh, I think that will continue to probably slow a little bit as, as more homes enter the market and our inventory starts to pick up. You know, supply and demand drives everything. And, and right now and probably for a while now, it, it's going to be more on the seller side because usually one to five months would be of inventory would be a seller's market. And then anything probably over seven would be a buyer's market. Well, we're at 1.7, so less than two months inventory right now. It's going to take a little while to get above five months inventory. Yeah. So, it's uh, going to take it's, a, a few hundred homes. It's going to probably take a few thousand yeah. homes to get us up to that inventory. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, that kind of brings me right into my next question is, uh, what is the biggest challenge that you're seeing in the industry right now? And um, I think I probably know what your answer is on that. Well, I mean, obviously, the biggest one of the biggest challenges is still low inventory. Um, yeah. You know, we, we are yeah. still dealing with a lot of these buyers don't have a place to buy. And and then rates going up is, is always a challenge because when rates are going up, then that's that's going to try to put a little bit of a halt on inflation. And it's, it's, it's the, you know, not as many buyers are going to be buying. They're going to be more on the fence because they're not sure, you know, when is it going to stop or is it going to come back down? So I think that's always our biggest challenge is still low inventory and, uh, and probably the the the, the raising of interest rates. I think even today they went up a little bit more. I was I was told yeah. this morning. Oh, was it? Uh, well, I'm hearing like between yeah. six and a half and seven percent is kind of okay. where we're headed. So, okay. um, a lot lot different between that and three percent. You know. Yeah, and that it sounds like some of our challenge then in in our market would be not you know not just this higher higher interest rate, but that our prices are at you know not necessarily overinflated, but we're at the, kind of the top of our market. So they're paying a little bit of a premium we, with that. I think we are. And, and there, and I think that's the whole idea is it's, if you could draw a, if you could say, you know, where is it going to stop? And really nobody, ever, nobody knows until it starts to turn, then that's where it stopped. Yeah. If it's going down, kind of do the same thing and kind of draw a line and then where's it going to stop? Well, it's not going to stop until it starts to curve and go back up. And that's, that's what's, hard with real estate is you, it's hard to predict where, yeah. where those points are, you know, to where it starts to turn. But I think we're feeling it right now that it's getting close to the top and start to turn. Um, but again, that's something that I don't think anybody can answer is, yeah. is where is it going to stop? So, yeah, that makes sense. We'll, we'll, we'll be watching uh, closely. That's for sure. 
Yeah. So, so if somebody were coming into the industry right now, where we're at, you know, where we're in this position where things are kind of in flux a little bit, what would be your advice to them? Well, I think in, in any, uh, in any market, you know, we, we talk about within Keller Williams, you know, not reinventing the wheel, you know, learn from the people that came before you, um, that's one thing I would tell them is is see what works. I mean, anybody that's successful, you know, success repeats itself. And, you know, you take what other people are doing that's proven, and, and basically I think you, you copy it. You surround yourself with the right people, and, and you succeed through those others. But I think probably one of the most important things is you build relationships. And, you know, brand, brand new in the business, doesn't, again, doesn't matter what market you're in, probably now more than ever, You've got to build those relationships because that's where most of your business is going to come from. And then you just add to that. But you've got to, mm-hmm. you know, find the ways to connect, you know, get with get in in in, in uh, events or in in places where you're around people and you're able to to uh, meet new people. And the relationships you already have, you, you reconnect and you nurture those. But then you build new relationships. That's probably the advice I would give to anybody getting started. Okay. Well, that's all. That's awesome. Absolutely. You know, um, everybody needs to live somewhere, right? That's right. what we always say. Everybody needs a house. I always used to say, and when you're talking to people, everybody across from you or anybody that you're talking to is a potential client, even though a lot of people have realtors or, or already have realtors, sometimes realtors don't stay in touch with their people. And, you know, so everybody's a potential client. And, uh, but before they can be your client, you got to get got to get in relationship with them and you got to earn their trust and respect. Absolutely. And Tim, you've been in this business, you know, a long time and you, you definitely have, um, a lot to offer agents and the people that you train right now. What are some of the ways that you're kind of staying on top of the industry and, and ways that you're continuing to learn about these changes that are going about and, and where could some, um, where can the agents find this information? I would say, and, and not just now, but anytime, I think studying the market and, and knowing what's going on in your local market. Um, we have a uh, newsletter that goes out every week, actually, and then once a month in the newsletter, is it's uh, printed, you know, what are the stats in our local industry, you know, days on market, inventory, uh, <clears throat> average sales price, things like that. So staying abreast as to as to what's going on in, in our local market is, is important uh, to stay on top of our industry. And and then one thing that I do that, that I've done for quite a while now is I'm very involved with our local board. And I think being involved with the board, you're around some of the most top-thinking, top-minded people in our industry around around the Tulsa metropolitan area. And so you get to mastermind pretty much on a monthly, sometimes weekly basis when you're involved with the committees and so I think just being involved with our local board has helped me a lot uh, to stay on top of our industry, you know, that and, and just studying the market because it's, it's continually changing. And uh, just, just again, it knowing is. where we're at with the numbers, knowing your numbers, I, I teach that a lot is you got to know the market and know your numbers. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the market uh, is the one rejecting or accepting the price. So when you, when you're putting a house on the market, I mean, it's, it's the market that, that determines, you know, if it's, if it's rejected or accepted. So, yeah. so you got to know the market. So speaking of the market, what's the average, uh, 
home value right now in our area? Well, it, it was up a little bit, kind of came down a little bit, and then it kind of came back up. So probably about two months ago, we were at an all-time high of a little over 300000 average sales price. Um, that's crazy. That is crazy. It's great to so see, but that's half, crazy from what we've seen. Right. Two and a half years ago, we're, we're sitting there at about, about 195000 average sales price. And then within two and a half years, we're up to 300000 uh, In In July, it was uh, – July was about – 285 average sales price and then for the month of august it's 296 so almost right back at three so it's kind of what i was saying a while ago even though we're leveling off a little bit and i do believe that they're not going to continually to rise on some properties and then some uh, price ranges price points we are seeing still properties sell over list price and you know that's going to continue to drive the price up but i think as a whole it's starting to level off but um, that's about where we're at right now is right around the 290 to 300,000 range average. Yeah. And if we look at that historical data, Tim, I mean, I think you'd agree with me. If we look at that historical data, say over the last 20 years, and if we say, see the curve, if we took out that 2008, uh, correction that we saw, we would kind of be right where we're at right now, just yeah. naturally in the market. Right. Yes. And I think so we just kind of saw most of that in the last couple of years. Yes. I, you know, you've been in the business like myself and we've seen the, you know, the highs and the lows and kind of like a roller coaster, right? And about every 10 to 12 years, and, and this is just where history repeats itself, we, there's an economic shift in the market. And so we, we, we talk about 2008, 2009 being an economic shift, actually when we were in a recession. And then personally, that's, that's the that's the toughest I've seen this business since I started was back then. And then when the pandemic yeah. hit in 2020, I think we all thought we were headed to another recession because that would have been about, you know, 10 to 11 or so years removed from the last yeah. recession. But we didn't do that. We went a totally different direction and had, had these unprecedented times. <clears throat> so now we're on, I think, on the back end of that where I'm not saying we're going to go into a recession and, the bottom's just going to drop out. We're going to have a, a, a price bust. Uh, but I do believe it is starting to level off, and it will level off because it's not sustainable, and that's why the Fed's going in and raise interest rates to try to curb that inflation and slow it down a little bit. And it, it's it's starting. we're starting to see it a little bit now, and I think we're going to see it more probably in the near future. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think uh, a lot of us, you know, just kind of got used to that really cheap money that was being out there with the the mortgage interest rates and taking advantage of that. And it would make sense to buy a home when you know you can get one for two, three, four percent. But you also, it, had the, you also had the government helping you out with stimu stimulus checks, and you know people were were getting free money. You know, a lot of them had, didn't have to pay that back. That's um, true. You know, we went through that period uh, because the pandemic kind of affected the whole country. I just think. Again, being in the Midwest and where we're located and being in the Tulsa area uh, in Oklahoma, um, we've been very fortunate, you know, to be yeah. to have been deemed essential, continue to do real estate, even though we had to pivot and kind of adapt to a little different way of doing it. We were still able to uh, continue forward and, and not and not be shut down. And that I think that was a big, big deal for this area because not all states experience that. That's that's absolutely true. 
uh, Tim, and I'm glad that you brought that up because, you know, we were kind of helped by that during that correction uh, in the market, the 2008, 2003, um, because we were insulated, we didn't really see those deep drops in our values. We saw just kind of a flattening out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You, are you talking about back in the, back in the last recession or 2000? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, I had, I've shared with people before, I had never seen our values drop since I'd been in the business. They were always just going up a little bit, up a little bit, you know, your normal yeah. uh, uh, appreciation each year. And then when that time happened, that was the first time that I had a home that I actually personally had sold, not personally, but I had sold for somebody that two years later, that was in 2008, they went to sell it in 2010 and they sold it for 20000 less than what they paid for it. And that's the first time I had ever seen, in my opinion, prices drop. And it wasn't terrible. I mean, for the most part, like you say, we were pretty leveled off. We just weren't increasing. So right. we've been very fortunate to not have those extreme drops. And I, I don't think we will. I personally don't think we will see that even, even yeah. in the market we're in now. No, I, I would agree. I would agree. And, you know, and that's the thing is that when we're in these shifting markets, there's a lot of myths. There's a lot of uh, head trash out there in the industry that gets in, you know, in our in our minds. What are some of the myths that you think, you know, that you can debunk for us today? What are some of the things that you're hearing agents say that, you know, is just not so? Mm. Uh, you know, that's probably that's probably one of the only questions that I haven't really prepared for, for the most part. I, I think um, a myth. Uh well, I don't think I've had some people wonder: is the, is the market going to crash? I don't think that's going to happen here anyway. Um, I don't. I really haven't heard a lot of, of uh, myths or or things around around real estate. Um, good deal. Think of. Okay. Okay. Well, tell me, Tim, what does home ownership mean to you? Well, putting a little bit of thought to that, I, I would say to me it means everything because that's what I built my career on. I built my life on is real estate. And from a young age, starting in this industry, obviously the property management is a part of our business and, and you know, people renting homes. I've always been more on the sell side. Uh, so that's always, I, I, I would say everything to me. Um, you know, I think anybody that could would want to own a home because that's the American dream to own your own home. Yeah. You know, it's uh, even though if you've got a mortgage, you feel like you own it, but also your, your mortgager owns it too. But you know, that is, you are building equity. You are, you are investing. I mean, real estate will always be, uh, I can never see real estate not being an investment, whether it be land, uh, any kind of real estate. I just don't think you can go wrong, but home ownership, building up equity. And in most, most of Americans, um, their biggest asset is their home, if they own it, the equity they built in it. And I think that would be the majority of our country. So I, I think home ownership is, um, is living the American dream, you know? Absolutely. Um, and you're building more wealth through. through I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, do you have anything else for us today, Tim? Do you have any thoughts you'd like to share before we wrap it up? Oh, I think just, like I said, I've done real estate a long time. I've been very blessed to have my family work with me. I think 
of, of all the businesses you could have in this world, I think real estate is probably one of the best careers, best industries to be a part of, probably because it's been such a big part of my life. And I think the opportunity to be able to meet people and be able to, to have a platform to be able to give back or to be able to help people. Uh, you know, we talk about, you know, you, yeah, you got to make a living and, and there's a lot of money to be made in real estate. But I think more importantly, and what I've always viewed real estate as is is the rewards I get, again, is helping other people and, and being in that position to do that uh, and give back. And, and yeah. I know that um, dealing with the public, I, I think there's not a better industry. So that would be uh, what I would say. Even someone wanting to start a career in real estate, uh, a lot of opportunities, a lot of doors can open through getting a real estate license. Um, you know, you, you can get into leadership roles, you can own market centers, you can own your own company, you can invest, uh, you can you can help people, like we said. Um, I think it's one of the best industries out there. I agree. I agree. Well, Tim, I appreciate you so much. You come from contribution always. You always have things to add. Um, and I appreciate you joining us today and sharing your thoughts. And um, we'll see you later. Thank you for having me, Christy. Appreciate you. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Oklahoma Real Estate Radio. If you like our show, please make sure to follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever your favorite streaming device is. Also check us out on Instagram and Facebook, and we will see you on the next episode.